Hey, audio listener. Welcome to Jacob's Lab, an Avenue Studios production. Check out our Patreon and Locals community for exclusive content, access to our private Discord, and so much more. And don't forget to review our podcast to help spread the word. And now, let's dive into the adventure. Welcome to Jacob's Laboratory, an open legend tabletop RPG podcast from Avenue Studios. I am Jacob, the legend master of this crazy adventure. Thank you so much for giving this story a listen. Here is my wife to tell you a little bit about the setting and situation. land was illuminated in fiery light from the thrusters of the thirteen enormous space turtle ships. With no hope of reclaiming the once lush earth from the destructive war with the aliens, it was time to make the difficult choice to leave that nuclear wasteland behind. These vile aliens had appeared without warning almost fifty years ago in their living hive ships and instantly began feasting on human lives humans were the easiest prey to obtain. They quickly invaded, infecting Earth's major cities first and attacking all living creatures to feast upon, wreaking chaos worldwide. Most people call these creatures Ravagers. Because of the brutal attacks from the Ravagers, all surviving humans flocked into one major city to better defend each other. This last city became known as Svoboda, and people came there for the hope of a solution to continue human life. It quickly became apparent that the best option was to find a way to escape beyond planet Earth. After a final battle that completely annihilated the invading Ravagers, but also caused intense nuclear radiations in many areas, the sustainability of Earth was ruined, along with its moon being destroyed in the process. Remaining scientists frantically searched for a way to protect human life, in hopes that a planet containing an oxygen-rich atmosphere would be discovered. Space station-type ships were designed and created even before a destination was determined. Once a suitable planet was discovered, 13 huge space turtle ships were prepared to take off. As these turtle ships departed, The once thriving Earth became abandoned by humanity for the goal of a potential life-supporting planet. For 24 and a half years, people dwelled on these spaceships. The carefully designed space settlement ships were made to be shaped much like a giant sea turtle, which could house up to 5,000 people. Where the shell would be on top, there is a layer of solar panels to absorb the UV rays. These UV rays are essential for powering each ship and storing backup energy, but they were also used for growing plants to feed the many people. Underneath the dome of the solar panel shell is a massive opened area with a land-like setting 
where the population of each ship works and plays as if it was a day on Earth. It is common to see vegetables of all kinds growing, along with some livestock grazing in their pens. These ships were intentionally created with the essentialness of people working with the plants and with the animals in order to survive. They were specifically designed this way in order to avoid becoming like the horrible tale of Wally. Directly under that land layer is the living quarters. Each ship has a community that is formed by 100 individual pods which are connected by enclosed walkways. This below deck section houses multiple people into one group of up to 50 people per pod. Related families were kept together, but most people were simply assigned to live within a pod. They had to learn to work together to keep their pod ready for the landing. The intention is that these pods, when they land, are supposed to be the group's first living station as well as be their place of business. Pod families enjoyed customizing their pods as they flew along. These pods were specifically and carefully designed to be a place of safety. Each pod had its own life support systems, which allows it to handle an emergency situation. In case the main space turtle ship fails, the individual pods can separately launch away from the ship, essentially transforming into a mini baby turtle ship version of the massive space turtle ship. A respected position in every pod was the pod guardian. This role includes preparing the group in survival and combat for the upcoming landing. Everyone is encouraged to perform hand-to-hand -hand combat training exercises in the fields above as well as utilize the vital reality rooms where they can train using a variety of weapons or practice various simulations of what might be encountered on the new planet. 13 total space turtle ships, carrying the remainder of Earth's population. They have been cruising along through space over the past 24 years. It is now February 2197 Earth time. The new planet is more than just in sight from a distance. The landing is mere minutes away. Excitement is high and hope for a new life is mixed with an anxious feeling as each ship begins its approach. The descent into the planet is difficult, and for some, even deadly. The closest space turtle ships, number 6 and 11, enter with minimal problems, but ship 12 experiences major turbulent resistance, which causes it to malfunction, and it begins to break up in the atmosphere. Ship 12 immediately deploys its baby space turtle ship pods, only 30 out of the 100 pods report a successful landing. The next ship to make it through successfully is number 9. It is unknown at this time what has occurred to the remaining space turtle ships. We focus now on space turtle ship number 8, specifically pod 47, where our player's characters are located. As spaceship number 8 begins to enter the atmosphere, the captain quickly realizes that the massive ship does not have enough energy left to maintain its power for the protective shield. The captain makes a hard decision to launch the 100 pods, hoping for a better chance of survival for his fellow passengers. As pod 47 speeds through the planet's atmosphere, 
the characters feel the entire pod heating up. The display screen flashes warnings, saying danger, shields low. The pod is shaking aggressively, and suddenly the power flickers while the screen cuts in and out. When the shaking subsides, the screen goes black, and the engines attempt to fire up, but they cannot engage. There is no power left. The air-locked protective shutters on the windows are released, and they open to allow a glimpse at where the characters are headed. This baby sea turtle ship is on a trajectory to crash land into what looks like an inlet of water. This is only the beginning of the exciting adventures our characters will face. Keep listening to learn more about each player's character in the following introductions. Hey everybody, I'm Dan Stacy, and I am the Legend Master for another Open Legend actual play we do on Avenue Studios called Bomb Squad, so check that out if you're looking for more Open Legend actual play. But for Jake's Lab, I am very excited to be a player and run a fun ranger archetype character in this world. Super excited, thank you Jake, for running this game. Um, and speaking of my character... Is <clears throat> Dratsvitsya. Menyezov Wood Kazimir Elokovich Volokov, Yastoraj Sorak said Moi Kepsule, Priyatna Poznokomitsia. Hello, my name is Kazimir Elokovich Volokov. So, Kazimir, my character, is uh, ex Spetsnaz Special Forces and from the Ravager of War, born and raised in Russia. He has some Asian descent as well, so he's got a darker Asian skin tone, dark brown eyes, but a very strong Slavic jaw and skeletal structure. Um, he's older now, in his late 40s, so he's starting to get a little white in his very dark brown, almost black hair and a little bit of stubble that he usually keeps. Um, not terribly tall, 5'8", five, 5'9", five, um, but strong, broad-shouldered, and um, he's survived the ravager wars he has survived in the wilderness of siberia for many years and found his way through chance meetings with different people to this ship and um during that he lost his arm and a leg so he also has a uh, biotechnical uh, prosthetics for his right arm and right leg um which he he uh never likes to upgrade because it reminds him of his past. And yeah, that pretty much sums him up. His main stat is agility and he's got a little prescience. Those are his two little special things and we'll see how that plays out. Um, I'm very excited to play. Hi everyone. <laughs> this is Kristen Stacy. Um, you might know me as Ingrid from Bomb Squad. Um, and this time I'm going to be playing a character called Cassidy and, uh, you know, C4S5, Cass for short. And, uh, she's actually an android and, uh, she's a cleric kind of character. So she's got creation, she's got might, she's got cattle prod because she like lived on a ranch kind of thing. So... And, yeah, she's ready to talk to animals and hit people with a cattle prod. Yeah. <laughs> and we look forward to that zapping experience. 
And to our newcomer of the group, Katie. Hello, everybody. My name is Katie, and this is only my second character that I have created, and I'm very excited to be moving in here. Um, I will be playing a loner, a law enforcement person on these ships in Jake's universe, and I'm very excited that we, this is definitely a paladin of sorts, but since we're in space, we have a space paladin, and when you have something like that, you must create something new, so we have a spaladin. And so uh, Galen Rowe will be uh, the sort of straight and narrow type of Girl Scout. Um, she's got lots of agility, fortitude, um, protection, learning, and some other fun attributes along the way. Uh, she comes uh, from a moon colony, though she does represent in her heritage many, many countries of Earth, Korean, Brazilian, Syrian, Greek, and so um, it's going to be really cool to see how her, her character comes through. And I think she is going to have some sort of accent. Uh, hello, my name is Galen Rowe. I come from ship 8.71, and I will be joining you today in 47, because I hear you need a little bit of help with your pod guardian team. So thank you for having me. Awesome. Freaking love that. That's answer. Good. That's good. Yeah, it's good. That was good. <laughs> <laughs> Also, another character in our story is a mysterious engineer named Harvester, played by my good friend Anthony. You'll just have to listen to see what shenanigans he is up to. That is the beginning of the adventure for these survivors. Thank you for joining us today, and if you enjoyed this, check out some of our other podcasts and YouTube videos produced from Avenue Studios. Thank you again. This has been another fantastical episode of Jacob's Lab, an Avenue Studios production. Do give us a review on your podcast app of choice to help spread the word. You can further support us and become a part of the ever-growing forest known as Avenue Studios by joining our Patreon or Locals community. Doing so will not only help us to continue creating high-quality content, but you will also gain access to bonus content and our private Discord, where you can chat with us, play games, watch movies, and so much more. Don't forget to check our podcast description for for the music and ambience that we use, and thank you so very much for joining the adventure, and we will see you next time. <laughs>